Welcome, foolish mortals. Time to be turning around. If only you could. Cause this here's the wildest ride in the wilderness! What's holding you up? Let's get on with the show. We can't hang around here all day. Ladies and gents, this is the moment you've waited for. There's no turning back now. This is the greatest show. It's time for the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast with your hosts, Michael Hurley and Gary Aruda. That's right. This is the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast, episode number 419, recorded from the DeFont Leroy Studios in Kent County, Rhode Island, in sunny southwest Florida. I'm your host, Gary, joined as always by my co host and my cousin, Mike, down in Florida. How are you doing today, Michael? How are you, buddy? I'm okay. Not too bad. I have a uh, a squirrel in my garage. Okay. Not good. Can you hear? How did you know? Oh, there's a lot of ways. We saw, One, we saw it. Um, so we went to a wedding over the weekend. Yep. We came back. So the garage, we always leave it closed. The only time it's open is if we're using it. You know, we're not, some people like to leave their garages open all the time when they're home. Like we never leave it open. So we were gone basically all day Saturday and a lot of the day Friday. Sarah stayed over because it was her sister. And so we went up Friday for the rehearsal. I drove back with the girls. I didn't go into the garage on Friday. Um, And then Saturday we were gone, came back Sunday and I get home, and she tells me there's a squirrel in the garage. I don't know when it got in there, but there's stuff knocked over everywhere. There's, like, piss on stuff. Oh, no. And so I'm trying to chase it out. I got a broom. I'm smacking things, trying to, like, chase it out. And it comes out a couple times, and it won't go out the doors. It just keeps running around in, like, circles. So, like, you can't – it's still in there? It's still in there. So this was yeah, – so then – uh, we thought we couldn't hear it anymore. So I was like, maybe it ran out and we didn't see at one point. So we leave the doors closed. Work today, get home. And I asked, I got home after Sarah. I asked her, is the squirrel still in there? She said, I don't know. And so I opened the garage and there's more stuff on the ground. Like, well, this stuff wasn't on the ground before, so it's still in there. So I'm in there again, banging around on stuff, trying to get it to like scurry out of wherever it's hiding and it's not moving it's not making any noise it's not moving at all so then i go to lowe's and i buy a trap it's a it's a little metal trap and you put bait in the middle and when it eats it the doors close and it can't get out so it doesn't kill them or anything but yeah right so i'm hoping it will go because there's no there's no food in there so the only thing that's in there are garbage cans which are empty um, we have a chest freezer, which it can't get into, obviously. And then like a bunch of stuff that we're so eventually to... the poor little bastard's going to starve to death. Yeah. Well, I don't want that to happen. Correct. Right. Obviously I don't want it to die in there and stink it up and I can't find the body. So it's 
it's still moving around as of today, which is a good sign. Or at least last night. I don't know. Maybe not today. It doesn't smell bad in there yet, but it smells like an animal's living in there. It's not good, parts. Oh, does it really? You could smell it a little bit, yeah. So I'm like, I got to get this thing. So I, I really hope it's caught. But I got to give it some time to find the peanut butter. I mean, if there's no food in there, so it has to be, like, desperate for food. It's going to smell that peanut butter, and it's going to go right to it, you would think. Yeah. Right? I'm hoping. We'll see. We'll see. I'll be, I'll be like, outfoxed by this thing. I'll wake up. I'll look at it. The thing will be empty. No peanut butter, and the trap will be... Because you would think it wants to get out. I would just... You, like, did you leave the garage door open for a long period of time? Yeah, it was open for, like, an hour while we were trying to chase it out. And it just wouldn't... It wouldn't leave. At well, one did point, you, it did you jumped think on it, top of the garage door. The open did, garage door, it jumped on top of it. Yeah, you were, maybe you were just freaking it out. Why don't you just leave the garage door open and just let it be? I guess that's possible. Because you might but, be freaking it out, and now it's hiding. Yeah. I think if, maybe if there's nothing around, it'll find its way out. That's true. But I'm afraid of more finding their way in now. Maybe it calls us nah, that's a, rare, that's a rare thing. Yeah, I'm not happy about it, though. Yeah, I'm all messed up. I always have my like when I cut the grass, I shut my garage door because I'm me too. I don't snakes. leave it open when I do anything. Well, I don't, yeah, I don't just, leave. It's mostly just squirrels or mice or anything. I don't because we got those there. little uh, geckos. Oh yeah, those and they cool. just they, they're all over the place. So you just you just have to deal with them. They probably get in anyway, even with it closed. Yeah, they, they can get they, in pretty easily. I just don't want them in the house, but I don't mind them in the garage. But I don't want to go get a rake and see like a six foot rattler. Yeah, sitting in there. Or any, even like a non-poisonous snake's gonna freak you out. I don't. Oh, like anyone will. Yeah, snakes don't bother me. Like if you oh, like, some people are afraid of snakes. If you see them in like a zoo in like a exhibit, that doesn't bother me. But like, I don't want to come across a snake when I'm not expecting it because it'll. Scare yeah, like one one me. like like crossed in front of Rody the other day during his walk, and he like just stopped and like and like yeah. luckily, I mean, it, it was a black racer. Black racers are great. Yeah, those are the ones you you want on your yard because they get rid of rodents and poisonous oh, snakes. Stuff. So yeah, yeah. But still, they they spook the hell out of you. You know, well, like, that's you the problem. You don't like expect jump. To see yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes, I wasn't. I'm not too happy about this the whole situation. But I was texting like pest control customers last night when I got home. <laughs> In the afternoon, I'm like, what do you do? He's like, all you could do is chase it out. I'm like, okay, great. I don't know if there are any tricks. I mean, I'm going to have to pay somebody to come and take care of it if this trap doesn't work. Yeah, you're running out of options at this point. I I think if you still hear it going, I would just open up that bad boy and let it, and let it go. Yeah, that's possible. Not a bad option. The worst part's going to be if the trap does work, I'm going to have a live squirrel sitting in this thing that I have. Yeah, to because then what, to does do it have now. a handle? So, like, you don't want to grab the thing and have the damn thing, like, bite you or scratch you, right? Does it have a. Yeah, like no, a, like, it has is a it like a suitcase? So, if you grab obviously. it, it won't. Yeah, but you got to, like, unlock the doors and let it run out, too. I don't know. This whole thing's a disaster. I'm not built for this kind of stuff, parts. No, you and no. Like, Doug and, and Schaefer would have been eating it tonight. Yeah, that Schaefer would have trapped it. He would have been a camouflage in the garage. Put up. Yeah, a he'd be stand. crawling. He'd be crawling around like Bill Murray. He'd probably grab it like with Bill his Murray hands. looking for the gopher. <laughs> Greasy, grimy gopher guts. 
You're absolutely right. Oh, that would right. have been on the kitchen table this evening. <laughs> Kids, we got a lot of smoke. Yeah, he would have smoked it. In Doug would be smoker. asking how he smoked it. And... <laughs> oh, yeah, hickory smoked squirrel. We do have I two like of the most redneck friends, don't we? I would say so. They're good guys, though. They got no complaints. Did you enjoy the Masters parts? Uh, it was all right. It wasn't. I mean, Sunday wasn't like not a lot of drama on Sunday. No. Yeah, I love watching it, and it's great. But there was not a lot of drama. I was hoping for something a little bit better. Rory tried, man. He tried to get it back, but he had like three chippings, didn't he? I don't know. He made an eagle. Good. He played well. Yeah, yeah. Sixty-four is pretty good. But. I mean, when you're starting the fourth round at plus one, you're asking a lot to get into it. That's true, especially when the leader's nine under. Oh, good blow. Best one of the day. Best one of the day. Sheffield looked like us on that 18th hole, though. Four putting from about eight feet. I guess he had some nerves going on that one. Speaking of, did you see Tiger's putts? Which ones? I mean, he had a lot of three putts. I mean... There were a few where, like, he he turned, like, the 10-footers into 25-footers. Oh, yeah. Well, the first day he putted amazing. He made up and downs from everywhere. He only hit six greens and shot one under on Thursday. But then on, yeah, Saturday and Sunday, wasn't having a good... Dude, who was that little whiny weasel who was talking about how Augusta just doesn't suit his eye? He finished in last place. He shot 80 the last day. Uh, did he make the cut? Yeah, he made the cut. So he finished last of all the people who made the cut, and he shot 80 on Sunday. And he's just saying that Augusta doesn't suit his eye. Well, guess what? It doesn't suit anybody's eye. That's why the best guy in the world usually wins that tournament, you little chump. I don't even know who it was. I did not I did not hear that quote. Yeah, that irritated me. <laughs> That's something Bryson would say, but he's always miscut at Augusta. Yeah, he's I, a... I love that he can't. I love that he can't play Augusta after he said it's basically a par sixty-seven for him. Remember that a few years ago? Oh, I hit it so long, it's like a par sixty-seven mm. for me. And then he, yeah, well, guess what? Then you're shooting ten over every time instead of five over. He's another clown, isn't he? Oh, big clown. Oh, he's a clown. I want to like him too. I don't. I there's nothing likable about him. He's a no. Little... There's not. The problem is though, like usually you and I, we like gravitate to the people everyone hate. Like you know what I mean? Like you almost want to like him to be a contrarian, but he's so unlikable you can't even pull the trigger. Oh, he's awful, isn't he? Yeah, it's so bad. But it was fun. I'm happy for. I'm happy. I love that the PGA is in a month, and as opposed to having to wait two months for a major now. No, I I don't like it in May. No, no. You'd rather wait. Not that I'd rather wait. I just liked it. Well, because I mean, you didn't really have to wait because the tour, what the tour championship was in May. Mm. Oh, I like it. I like having a major a month: April, May, June, July. Then it's just a long wait after that, though. That's what I'm. That's the problem. Open. Yeah, that is a problem. Because as much as they want the FedEx Cup to be a big deal, it's not a big. It's deal. not. It's not. Nobody watches that. I don't. Well, I watch it because I watch golf every week. But Right. I'm the same way. doesn't have the, the drama as the other stuff. 
President's Cup, Ryder Cup, those are good to look forward to, but other than that, yeah. You have anything else you want to talk about? How's your golf game, Pards? I played well on Sunday. Oh, good. On Saturday, rather. The quarter game? Yeah, I was, um, I had to make, what I had to make, 13 or 14, I made 17, so I was plus three or four. Made a birdie on 18, and, and my cousin squeezed me out of a skin. Oh, you made an eagle? No, he made a birdie, too. Oh, meaning that you two-tie, all-tie on a skin. Well, I didn't realize he actually was stroking. He told me to check the scorecard, and number number 18 was actually the 12. Well, uh, when you get a stroke, he's too, like, though? Huh? Wouldn't you get a stroke as well? Yeah, so I'm stroking. He wanted to see if he was. Oh, okay. Because if we if we bulk the four threes, he's gonna squeeze me out of the skin. Gotcha. So I said I said that he he's like a ten five handicap, and this was the number twelve. So I didn't think he was stroking. Then I just said, just make your putt. May, I mean, don't miss it on purpose, so I can make you know forty five dollars. Just oh, so he was gonna lay down. He was, he gonna, was lay gonna lay down. Lay yeah. Down. Oh, I got gotcha. you. But he was getting a stroke. Yeah, I brought I brought the scorecards in, and I asked Darren, and he said, "Let me check." He's like, "Yep, Kurt's stroking too." He's like, "So yeah, it was a push." I'm like, "God damn!" <laughs> and no one else had a birdie for three on that. It's just you two. Uh, yeah, I'll have to. I don't even know. Oh yeah, I see what you're saying. Or like people who birdie like typically aren't stroking there. That's true. Yeah, you know what I mean. Not a lot of net eagles on that hole. But I'm playing. You know, I hit a good drive, and I'm like, all right. What's the play here? The play is just to lay up. Right. So I got the layup number, and it was a pitching wedge, and I just grooved a pitching wedge. And I get up, and I got about 120, and the wind's just dead in my face. And I said, just hit the same shot. I hit the same shot, and it was one of those where you know it's not short, and you know it's right. not long because the wind's knocking it down, and you said, this could be pretty good. And you stand up there, and you see a little bit of action on it, and you grab your range finder, and you're like, yep. Take the glove off, put it in your bag, because you don't need that anymore, parts. You're done for the day. Make that walk. Yeah. Was it a kick in, or did you have to make no, it? No, 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 I had to make it. I, it was a right to left, about a 15, yeah. 20 footer. Oh, nice. Yep. Nothing better than birdie in the last hole, is it? There's nothing better. I shot 44 on the back, so I was That's happy. good. Yeah. That's good. That, that's a good score on the back. Before we go, I play with this yeah. kid, Alex Detweiler. Yeah. He he may be the longest hit longest guy I've ever played with. Really? He he was a baseball player. He played college baseball. I mean, you know, division 2 school whatever. He pokes it. Uh, number uh, before we before we go, number um number 14. Mhm. Par 4. Mhm. With the bunkers left and right. Yeah. He goes up over the trees on the left where that bunker is. Yeah. We go on purpose or he just no, I mean, I don't know if he intentionally, because he sprays it a little bit, but we go up to his ball. Yeah. It's in front of the greenside bunkers. He shoot, he shot it. I said, what do you have? He said, 43 yards. Hit 43 yards into number 14. That's like, what, 385 maybe? Three cha- yeah, I mean, he, he can hit at 320. Yeah. That's ridiculous. That's the whole... Um, uh... Dick Busby lives on number 14. Yeah, that's Richard's. That's yep, yeah. that's exactly where Richard. If you recall. 
<laughs> the Busby. Sue Willing's like saying yeah, that is where Dick lives. <laughs> so dumb. dumb. <laughs> All right, let's take a break and we'll be Dick right Busby. Dick Busby. We are back from break, episode number 419 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast. And this week we are going to talk about Fort Wilderness. You have a, uh, a stay coming up. At you the have fort. a trip coming up. Yep. Easter week. That's one of your new favorite uh, haunts, isn't it? I, I like it. Because you get to bring Rhodey. Yeah. And you get to spread out a little bit. You get the golf cart. You get to park your car right outside your door. There's a lot to like about it over there, isn't there? There is. So besides all that, all that good stuff, which most people know about, there's also quite a bit to do there on uh, on the compound at Fort Wilderness. We talked about things to do at Animal Kingdom last week, and we said that they, they might have the most, but Fort Wilderness will definitely give them a run for their money. There's a lot to do. Oh, yeah. At Fort Wilderness. It might be, depending on the kind of stuff you like to do, Fort Wilderness probably has more, but it's just not as much stuff that intrigues me. But I would say that, uh, you know, it's different for everybody. There's a place for everybody at Disney World. So Fort Wilderness is great. I think uh, the cabins are great for families because you could spread out a little bit, like I said. You get the it's one bedroom, but you have a separate room as well, right? That is correct. And there's what a, a bunk bed and a, a regular bed and a pull out couch. So you could sleep four or five in there. One, those. two, three, four, five, maybe six if you can get two on the pull out. Yeah. So that's pretty good. And it's not crazy. I mean, for Easter week, what did you guys end up getting? Four fifty a night or five fifty. Five fifty. That's yeah. that's a lot. That yeah. is a lot. You get you get more room, and it's a good location, obviously. So, five fifty is a lot in the four hundreds, though. You can justify it. I think you can kind of talk yourself into it. During the pandemic, you got it in the threes, didn't you? A couple times. Yeah, threes at Christmas, even. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. I don't think that's going to be happening anytime soon again. But you even said you were looking at, like, during Easter week, didn't you say, like, All-Stars were over 200 Yeah, we, everything was expensive. Sure. I mean, it's a high-demand week, so it makes yep. sense. 
Well, do you want to get right into it, or is there yeah. anything that you uh, you particularly want to focus on for this? Or just no. go through, run the gamut here? Yeah, there's yeah, there's a lot to talk about. There's a lot to talk about. We'll we'll kind of go through some of them quick, and we'll get into more detail on some. But you know, as with any of the resorts, there are certain things like the pools and the playgrounds. Now, the pool at Fort Wilderness. What do they? They have some small pools, right? And then they have one bigger one. Yeah, they have one. Um, I'm gonna say it's over by the trading post. Okay, by one of the trading posts. So I'm looking at some pictures of. It. Looks like they have like a kids area as well, like yep. a little splash pad area for splash the splash pad area. Correct. Those are great. I have to say, you know, it's, even when the girls are a little older. They like those areas because you could just kind of run around. You don't have to worry about swimming the whole time. And it's nice for us as the parents because you, you're not as worried either. When they're in the pool, when you know, if you're in a big pool and it's crowded, you kind of got to be on guard the whole time. But in these little splash pads, you can kind of, obviously, you're still paying attention, but you can relax a little more. Right. Maybe take a couple six of that, sips of that uh, cocktail you get at the pool bar. But that's, uh, yeah, definitely the pools and then, like I said, the playgrounds. I remember one of the things about uh, the playground at Fort Wilderness, and I could be wrong about this, but they have swings. And I don't know of any other playgrounds on Disney property that have swings. The ones at Fort Wilderness might be the only ones. Because all the okay. other resorts I've been at and have seen the playgrounds, it's usually just like slides and a couple climbing things, but... It's a nice yep. one over by Hoopty Doo, isn't it? That's the one I'm talking about. Yep. Yeah. So when we went with the girls, when they were, we were doing our, uh, actually Port Orleans, and we just didn't go into any of the parks. We met Amanda Brown at Fort Wilderness because we were doing a few things there, and she came and and had a uh, sat on the porch with us, and the girls went on the playground and stuff right over there. So it was nice. Like I said, there's the pool. They have some hot tubs. You know, just like any, I mean, the pools are basically what you get at any of the resorts. They got a nice water slide at the big pool, correct? Yeah. So that's not too bad. Do you, do you enjoy the quiet pools better there or? I haven't hit the pools. At all. Because so the that... only time we've gone is in the winter. Oh, that's true. So that could change. Yeah, that is going to change. Nice. Yeah. Now are, are, uh, are your nieces and nephews, are they allowed to go in the pool? Yes. Oh, they are. Okay. I didn't yeah, know. they can go in. I didn't know if that would be a problem. Only certain hours, maybe. Um, So we have other things we could do there. They may, I don't know if everything is available still. You know, I guess you have to check, but they have uh, Segway tours. The Wilderness Back Trail Adventure is a Segway tour offered at Fort Wilderness. A two-hour guided tour taking you through the woods of Fort Wilderness with a stop at the Wilderness Lodge as well. Um, so there's there's lots of stuff to do. You can how stop for photos. How sweet does that sound? It says it's about ninety dollars a person. You gotta be you gotta have a driver's license, sixteen or older. You gotta be under two hundred fifty pounds. Um, you have to wear a helmet, closed-toed shoes. Obviously, you know, weather permitting. And there's a 30-minute training period prior. 
you have to you have to pass the training course before you can go on the Segway. Tour. They're actually kind of tough to ride. Actually, I, have you? I've never been yeah, on one. I did one on a honeymoon. They had they were doing it at Disneyland in some exhibit. Oh, really? And man, for the it you it does take a little bit to get used to because you have to move go forward for it to move. Yeah. And in order to slow it down and stop it, you have to rock backwards. So you, you, it takes a little bit of getting used to. I gotcha. See, I, I'd have to lose a little bit of weight to get on it if it's 200. Do you think they like weigh you or they just go by the honor system? I think they go by the honor system. So if I went up there, like I'm like 260. Yeah, you don't look like you're like, you know, 380. So I think you'd be fine. That's what I mean. So I think they, I, I would probably maybe not do it, but I think I could probably get away with that. I wouldn't ride a horse. It would be embarrassing, though, if you got on and the wheels popped off, though, wouldn't it? <laughs> I just had the problem. Is it the wheels or just like when you lean forward, there's too much weight and you just fall on your stupid face, your big fat face. I don't know what it would be, but that, that would be embarrassing. <laughs> that wouldn't be good. That's why I wouldn't do the horse. I wouldn't lie about a horse because I wouldn't want to hurt. Like, <laughs> they're like, yeah, you're too big for the horse ride, but the Segway tour, I don't know. But eh, those things are in there for a reason. I, I don't necessarily want to mess with them. You know, they don't just arbitrarily pick a number like that there's obviously a reason speaking of the horses another thing to do is the uh tri circle d ridge now uh, let me just go back to the segue is yep, that something you would do on this trip potentially if it's available or you don't know if you'll have the time for it what the try what the segue tour yeah i do all that stuff there if but there it's the yeah. first time to the parks, so i'm gonna do the parks with them but you know you know me i'd rather do all that than even go to the parks that's true that sounds like, especially there, right up your alley, because that's an original day one original place. The four, yeah, Baltimore. right. So you know, there's a ton of stuff they're going to tell you about history wise, and oh, here's where the railroad tracks used to be, and all that good stuff. Right, right, right. Strap the GoPro to your helmet and just go along on the ride. Yeah, that'd be a good video, wouldn't it? Fantastic. So back to Tricircle D Ranch. It is a. Uh, it's a home for all the horses. So it's near the Hoopty Doo Review. It's only open until the middle of the day, but you can uh, go in and roam around. They have the Cinderella's horses are there. Magic Kingdom's Main Street horses. There's the uh, old school Calliope that's in there. That's a that's that instrument. Yeah. You could press the button and it plays for you while you're and there. And that's actually newly, newly uh, renovated. Yeah, they moved it and it's, they moved it's bigger. It, right. Yeah. So I, I guess it wouldn't be a renovation. Just a, it's you know. Yeah. Renovate something. A that's new building. Yeah. But there's you know a what small. I'm there's a small museum dedicated to Walt Disney's love for horses, as well as the incorporation of horses to the park. This is also where you can go on pony rides. And. Uh, the old location is still open, and it's a, it's the starting point for the horseback trail rides. I believe uh, the new one was open, and based on these pictures I'm looking at, it's true that the new one opened at least a few years ago, because when I went, I think it was yeah. the new location. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Whenever that was, four or five years ago. It's really cool. I love that, the Tricircle D Ranch looking at the horses and they have them depending on when you're there um they take them out and they'll they'll kind of like 
groom them, but you could see them up close. Like the Clyde, they have some Clydesdales, and they're enormous, obviously. And you can see them like working on their horseshoes or or just brushing them and things like that. It's pretty interesting, especially if you like horses. Obviously, that's a good thing. Now we have uh, right in the same vicinity. There's pony rides available for the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to be over two but under 80 pounds and under 48 inches. So kids have to, so I think actually your Gina's uh, aged out of this. She's not over 80 pounds, but she's taller than four feet tall. Uh, the kids have to be able to hold on to the reins by themselves and wear a helmet. Um, there's a new course. It's a windy path. Um, you walk the actual, the, the parents walk the ponies around. I remember doing that when uh, Yergina was little, when we went. And I don't know if Yergina Jr. did it because she, was, she wasn't two yet, so she didn't do it. But I had to, like, guide the horse, and mm-hmm. the horse she had was not cooperating. It kept stopping to eat. Like, it would just, like, bend down and start eating. And they're like, well, don't let it stop. I'm like, it's a horse. What am I supposed to do? They're like, just pull it. And so I'm, like, pulling it. It wouldn't go, and they had to, like, come help me control this horse it didn't like do anything she was fine on top of it but it just would keep stopping to eat (laughs) it was kind of funny and it's actually pretty cheap it's only like eight bucks yeah that's not bad is it uh the one thing you do have to know at least as of a couple years ago it's cash only so you can't use a credit card oh really no machines over there or anything they just they only take cash for it that may have changed since covid but a few as of a couple years ago, two three years ago, that was is the case. Cha, what is Cha working up there now? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we only need to take a cash. <laughs> um. So for for the adults that want to do some horseback riding, they have the trail riding as well. Um, it's a forty five minute ride through the woods of Fort Wilderness. You get fifty five dollars per person. You have to be nine years or older, over forty-eight inches, and under two hundred fifty pounds. So this is another. I wouldn't. I wouldn't push the limits with a poor horse. I don't want to be climbing up on top of uh, Buttercup's back and having them dislocate a, a, a rib or something. I did this one. Did you said this is the one where your horse was kind of acting up, right? Ah, uh, yeah. He nah. He yeah. He was a little mischievous. Yeah. Just yeah. Like he you. was a little mischievous. Yeah. Was it worth it? Oh, yeah. It was awesome. Yeah, a nice ride, yeah. It's my first time on the horse. It was awesome. And I was the second. I was the one right behind the lead. So I, I asked her. I, I just talked to her the whole time. And oh, she really? would just, yell, like, repeat my question and, like, yell it for the rest of the group to hear. It was, oh, I had a blast. That's fun. That's really cool. I don't like seeing this already, Pards. I just got an email. My flight was, something on my flight was changed. see what it is oh they moved it earlier which is strange does that ever happen to you it's it's just sign of the times Kristen's brother got an email that like they just completely changed it i mean this was a month ago or so but completely yeah. changed it he was flying direct and now he has to go through chicago oh really yeah it's still direct they just changed it a half hour earlier than it was yeah no nah, his his is like completely jacked up it's I don't know what the hell's going on with the airlines right now they're just canceling flights left and right 
as well. I guess there's just no pilots. You gotta get Captain Bill back in the air. Yeah, he Captain Bill might have to come back. Get him out of retirement. At least do the PVD to MCO run a couple times in July. Make sure there's somebody there for that. He'd do it for me if I text him. You think he'd come out of retirement and fly in? I don't know if he would, because when I told him what I flew, he said Southwest. So I'm guessing he he wouldn't. He fly said they're a good airline. airline. He was he was joking about oh, that. Okay. Just what that's just the industry name. Yeah. All right. Continuing on, another uh, another ride you could do is a wagon ride. Um, typically offered year round. They run in the evenings between six and eight thirty p.m. Um, you get in a Conestoga Conestoga wagon riding through the trails of Fort Wilderness. It's a 25-minute ride. It's $12 for 10 and up, $8 for ages 3 to 9, free for 2 and under. No reservations needed during the week, recommended on the weekends. You can make large group reservations in advance. But 12 bucks that's not bad for a 25-minute wagon ride around, no. around the fort. That's pretty cool. That sounds like a lot of fun. So that's a big wagon. That's like your old school. Like, remember the the computer game Oregon Trail? Did you play that? When no, you were in no, school. No. You're too old for that. It's like one of those wagons. Then they have the horse drawn carriages, and again, now we're, start, now we're starting to talk. Yeah. So now we get the horse drawn carriage. You feel like Cinderella being chauffeured around in your own carriage. Uh, it's a, no, again, it's a 25 minute ride. It starts at Crockett's Tavern. The carriage fits up to four adults or two adults and three children, and each carriage ride is $55. So that makes it sound like you can reserve it for up to four people for $55, which isn't bad, right? Is that my, Does that make sense to you? I mean, if, you if you're saying that's not bad for like $12 a person, then you're really cheap. because that's No, no, just... no, but what I'm saying, it sounds yeah, no, like it's, just... it's 55 to reserve the whole wagon. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, so that's a really good deal, especially if the other one's twelve bucks a person. Anyway, you're you're already there with that. They re- they recommend making reservations for that horse drawn carriage. There's a lot of cool stuff. A lot of oh, there's so much cool stuff because the next one's really exciting. Are we talking about the uh, holiday sleigh ride? Oh. So this is fantastic. Obviously, it's only offered during uh, the holidays, so it sounds like just December, but. Uh, as you know, people go all out decorating the campsites down there in December, decorating their own campsites. So during your sleigh ride, you'll get to experience all the Disney Christmas decorated Fort Wilderness property. It's, again, a 25-minute ride. It starts at the Meadow Trading Post. It's the same sleigh, so it fits four adults or two adults and three children. And this one is $84, which, again... For four people still is a pretty good deal How more than the other one be? but still a good deal i'm sure this one's in high demand so you probably want to make a reservation for that if you're going to be there and again let's not forget all these things we're talking about you don't have to be staying there to experience no. them you could just go take the boat over from magic kingdom if you want during the middle of the day do some of these things and head back to your resort that you're staying at how about this next one, Bill? Archery lessons. It's so out of the box, isn't it? It's crazy, yeah. So you could get some archery lessons. Um, it it looks difficult. Yeah, it does. Like, like just doing that. I don't know. 
Um, so they have a small class size, it sounds like. It's a 90-minute session, $45 per person. You have to be seven or older, so kids can do it. They're just going to be a little older. And it starts at the bike barn. No reservation, uh, No reservations are needed, but recommended. It's pretty cool. They have some pictures of it where they, they show them just firing off at things here. So again, that's this is some of these things that cost a little bit to do, but overall, none of those seemed Outrageous. unreasonable. No, 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 not no, at they're all. Nope. All pretty, pretty reasonable. Yeah. Now this next one is free, and this is the campfire sing along. Chippendales campfire sing along is uh, a great evening activity, especially for uh, kids or families with young children. So. They have games and things like that. And then actual Chippendale characters are there at the at the uh, campfire, which is great for the kids. Um, then they do some pictures. They do some songs with the audience. And then there's two fire pits that get lit and they have marshmallows and s'mores and things like that. So you have to buy this stuff for the s'mores, but if you have your own, you can bring them with you, I suppose. Or you buy that stuff and you can use the, uh, use the campfire, make some s'mores, watch the movie, do the sing-along beforehand, or just enjoy the sing-along without making any s'mores. And it sounds like a fun way to have an evening at the fort for sure, especially for kids or, you know, if you want to watch the movie out there. That's something I've never done at any resort. Have you done that? Watch the movie out? You did, uh, it, at did it at Vero we, Beach, right? Yeah, we did it at Vero. How did you like it? It's nice. I mean, yeah. it's great sitting on your balcony. Oh, sure. Um, You know, we'd fart around like if we were having dinner at Narcusi's and it was starting. Mm-hmm. We'd kind of watch a little bit of it. I like it. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a fun, like, shared experience type of thing, so I can understand, like, why people would want to do it, and it's definitely a fun thing to do if you're just having a full resort day, and you, you know, you go out, and you, it's on a nice night where it's not too hot, not too cool, you sit out there and watch a movie, perfect. But this Chippendale thing's pretty cool, because it's like a little show before the movie starts. Yeah. You take pictures, and you do the s'mores. Again, again, the movie's... Usually start at eight thirty, um, and they they always play good movies at the resorts, and they're themed. You know, if you're there at Christmas, they're gonna play Christmas movies. If you're there at Halloween, they play some of the Halloween movies. Um, but they they have a good mix. You, you can always find the list of the movies at the lobby, or I don't yeah, know, right, yep, you know things like that. Is it on the resort TV? Do they tell you? I think it's on there too. Like if you're in the, I think it may be tells you which movies are, are going because there's not really a lobby per se at fort wilderness is there the check um, is way at the other isn't it like way at yeah, the, where the golf like carts are and stuff. The front like when you yeah you, you're not often in the lobby there in other words correct so again the movies looks like they start at uh, 8 30 generally now this is your favorite one i think the favorite thing to do at Fort Wilderness is that is renting a golf cart. It's a sore topic because they've been sold out for a while. Oh, so you didn't get one in time? I called the third party too when they're sold out. So I'm trying to 
What? Are, how about someone uh, from the golf course trail it up there? You, can you throw a trailer on the back of the uh, the Jetta? I don't think so. Borrow borrow Keimers? How'd you have the Keim time cart? Yeah. <laughs> you'll replace his cooler if he lets you borrow it for the week. I mean, that thing's street legal. I could probably just drive that bad boy, take the side streets up there. <laughs> you might Put have that little horn on the side. I'm on I-4. Is it gas or battery? Yeah, that's true. It's pro- it's battery. I'd be screwed. <laughs> oh, that's too bad. They're they're sold out, huh? Oh yeah, I'm I'm it. I'm not happy. What are the odds that like if you get there and you just kind of ask at the front that they might have a couple? They of, might. They can't we have the again. exact amount, you know. Someone's got to back out. You got to try to fi- find somebody who backed out. And they can't. They have to have more than they rent out because there's gonna be what five percent that crap the bed, those carts, or even like two percent, whatever. There has to be a buffer zone where they have to make sure. You know what yeah, I mean? I if they know. if they yeah. have a hundred carts, they can't rent out a hundred every day because there's got to be some that are down once in a while for maintenance or they just stop working. We'll hope for a miracle, pards. It's Easter. Thank We're you. due for a miracle. But uh, that is a great thing. So it's a great way to get around. You love loved it in the past. Hopefully you can figure out a way to get one. Um, it's $67 per day. You have to be 18 or older and have a driver's license. Pick up at 1, drop off at 11 the next day or however long. And it says uh, reservations are recommended. I guess you should have read this earlier, huh? Not required and be can done up to a year in advance. So people probably were on that train a while. Probably called a year in advance, correct? So are there none like at all for any point during the trip? Like you can't get it for like three nights near the oh you're not there the whole week, right? You're there for what four nights? Yeah, we're just there for three nights. Three nights, yeah. That's too bad. Well, maybe you can rent a boat because that's uh, another thing you can do there. Motorized boat. They have the mini speed boats, which are $32 for a half hour. Um, you have to be 12 or older to drive it. And you need a parent signature if you're under 18. Maximum weight is 320 pounds, which is for two people. You could fit up to two people. So you and I could not go on the mini speed boat together. But I could probably go with your Gina. Right. She and I could go on it. Um, then they have the center console boats, which are $45 per 30 minutes. They seat up to six people. The maximum weight is 1,650 pounds. And then the pontoon boat, up to 10 people, $45 per 30 minutes. Uh, maximum weight is 1,900 pounds. That would be fantastic, wouldn't it? Oh, they look so much fun. We almost did that on one of the gentlemen's trips, didn't we? We were looking at it to rent in one, and then I forget what we did instead. Just that would be fantastic. It looks like fun. Staying on the waterways, you could do specialty cruises. Um, and for up to eight people, it's 299 Or up to 10 people, it's 349 Both include the driver. Private dining available if requested. And you have to reserve that and set something up. Again, that's not a bad price no. at all. No. How long is it, though? It doesn't really say. Is it an hour? 45 minutes? I'm not sure. 
I'd love to do that, something like that with um, the parade, the electric water pageant going by. You rent, the, like, time it for that out on the water while that's going by. That'd I'd like to cool. do a food one. Well, yeah, you can get the food added to it, which is fantastic. Right. Then they have uh, kayak and canoe rentals, which that is not my cup of tea. I don't know. Yeah, see, actually, Kristen wants to do a kayak, so we're probably going to do a kayak this time. Just that seems like a lot of work for me. But it's only uh, 13 bucks per hour. Or eight fifty for a half hour, nine to five daily. Get it at the bike barn. Life jacket is required. Reservations are not required. I mean, it's not the worst. It does look very cool, mm-hmm. but it just seems like. I guess it depends. I guess it wouldn't be too bad. You work up a little sweat. You go hop in the pool right after yeah. or something. Yeah, not not the worst thing. How about a fishing boat trip? I'm not a fisher. No, I don't fish. I would do it there though. Like Would that you? kind of intrigues me to do it at Disney. It's a two-hour trip, two hundred seventy dollars. Uh, actually, depends on the time of the day. Two thirty-five in the afternoon, two seventy in the morning, and then there's a four-hour trip for four hundred fifty-five dollars. Up to five guests are included. If you're going solo, it costs around two hundred dollars, and it's a guided fishing tour as well. Um, I think the only other place that does that is Port Orleans Riverside that has a fishing tour as well. I could be wrong. There might be others, but I know those two for sure. I think they do, obviously, at the Grand Floridian. Oh, they have the guided fishing tours? I didn't know they did it from there. I don't know. Maybe they don't. I would think in, in that big body of water that they would have that. With all the bass fishing. Yeah. That's true. They might have it. Again, there's uh, just regular fishing where you can like stand and fish off the piers and you can get the fishing gear for $10 for 30 minutes or $16 for the day. You could buy worms and wigglers or night crawlers and all that kind of stuff. Now, that's something I would not do. Like I do the guided thing and let somebody do all that work for me and just drive around and talk about fishing and tell me, you know, the right way to do it. But I'm not going to stand there and try to figure out how to fish right 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 first time you know what i mean you could rent bikes twenty dollars for the whole day maybe you'll have to do that instead of the golf cart rent a bike those are probably sold out too it actually it actually did cross my mind that's not the worst idea although i haven't ridden a bike in so long i know they say like you never forget how to do it i feel like i i could forget you think you'd fall Possibly. Um, now back to some stuff for the kids. They do the uh, the gem mining, and you buy like a bag of like dirt, and it's all packed in, and then you have to go through this uh, this like water thing. I, I I've I've sport. seen that. It's pretty interesting, isn't it? So I've done that with the girls at like Storyland and stuff. A lot of places like that have it. And what they do is they put like these different kinds of uh, gems and stones and things like that in the dirt. And so each kid gets different stuff and you have to like shake it through the water and get rid of all the dirt and see what you get. 
They have three size bags. They have a $9 bag, a $15 bag, and a $30 bag. Uh, the number of gems and type of gems differ from each bag. They have some examples hanging up at the bike barn, so you could see which one. I mean, $30 seems like quite a bit for something like that, but yeah. $9 is pretty good. You know, if you do the small bag, you get a little bit for 9 bucks. I'd hate, I'd hate to drop $30 a kid on that, spend 60 bucks on some rocks, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. for 9 bucks, it's not bad. The only problem with that activity, in my opinion, because I've done it before, it's about a three-minute experience. Like it doesn't yeah. take long to wash yeah. off the dirt, and then they look at the rocks, they put them in the bag, and they never see them again. So it's like, all right, it's it's fine. We did it, but didn't get a lot of uh, a lot out of it. We have the electric water pageant. Obviously, just talking about that. That goes by every day, mm-hmm. um, right by the water there, and that's a great spot to hang out anyway. At the end of the day, whether you're having a drink or just hanging out and then wait for the electric water pageant. You can also see the fireworks from the Magic Kingdom from the boat launch area as well. Um, they typically will pipe the music in too over there, right, for the fireworks? Yep. So that's a that's a good thing. Um, although I love watching... When, when we watched the fireworks from Geyser Point, that was pretty good. I have to that say. was pretty cool, wasn't it? So it's a lot like that, same general vicinity. And then there's uh, a lot of sports available. There's basketball courts, volleyball courts. I think they have tennis courts, all sorts of stuff like that. There's jogging trails. Um, they have arcades, just like all the other resorts. And they do different different crafts as well. A lot of the resorts have craft set up at different times of the day so this at the bike barn they have crafts uh sunday through friday and they usually cost a little bit because i know like i said i think they do like tie-dye t-shirts sometimes and you have to pay for the shirt and some other little things but um it's just something different to do something worth it and then um obviously you know, the restaurants as well. You have Hoopty Do Review, which will be back this summer. You have... Uh, which is not changing. It's not changing as of yet, at least. That's a good thing. Yeah, Hoopty Do Review. We have... What's the quick service? I know it's Crockett's Tavern, but what's the quick service called over there? Now I'm, I'm drawing a blank on it. I am too. But Crockett's Tavern's great. I love getting a drink and sitting out on the porches. They have like the the uh, checkers board set up and the chess whatever out there. That's a great oh, it's thing. a great place to wait. It's a great place to sit around before hoop de do. Or if you're just ha- if you're staying. Oh there, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, we, hang we, out. we hung out there quite a bit. What is the name of the quick service? We have the the pool the pool one is. The Meadow Snack Bar, the Meadow Pool Bar, Trails End. Obviously, that's the uh, that's the buffet there. It's just part of like their quick serve is just part of Trails End, though, isn't it? You go into the same the same way, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it's right in you, there. 
It's called P and J's Southern Takeout. P and J. Yep, we ate breakfast there twice, and it was fantastic. Yeah, because they have like some pastries and stuff, but you can also, like, can't you get off the buffet? Like, you could go through and like fill a plate from the buffet and take it to go. I don't know. I haven't heard that. Is that true? I thought that was the case, but that might not be. That might not be true. But that's where you can go get your like mug refilled and everything like that. So it's good stuff there. What's uh what's something you think that you didn't know about? You you knew most of them. There was there was a couple things I didn't really know. Yeah, I didn't I, know about all the carriage rides necessarily. Yeah, in the archery. Yeah, that's a cool one. The archery is really cool. There's so much to do there. What uh, is there anything that you plan on doing? The kayaks is yeah, something we're going to try to do. Yeah, I think we want a kayak. Anything else? If the opportunity arises, would you do it, or you're just kind of playing it by air at this? You point? know, it's again, it's one of those that I want to, I want to go back now with just Kristen, and not go to the Pox. Yeah, because you're not really in charge on this trip. Right, I'm just, I'm there. I mean, you're I can do whatever I want. I mean, oh yeah, of course, but... I can just stay at the cabin and hang out with Rody, which. You're thinking about <laughs> no, not really. No, I want to do the parks, but you know me, yeah. I can I do three hours, four hours max at a time, and then I got to get out. Right, but it's not a bad. Even that's something that wasn't on on the list. But you know, if you do have a dog, if you're a local and you go up with your dog, just like walking your dog around for and there's, there's a, a great, 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 great dog park. Right, there's a dog park, and like anybody who has dogs is super friendly and they usually like will have treats out for the dogs as they walk around and things like that. Like you said, it was a very felt like a community when you were walking roadie around. Oh, it was fantastic. And he loved it. He loved the cabin, didn't he? He loved the cabin. So he'll be excited to go back. I imagine that'll be very good. Anything else you want to take our second break here? Take our second break. All right, we'll be right back. We are back from break. Episode number 419 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast is in the books. We talked about the things to do at Fort Wilderness, and there's there's a heck of a lot to do. I mean, like I said when we started, Animal Kingdom Lodge, I said might have the most, but I don't know. Pound for pound, Fort Wilderness might have a little more. Oh, I think so. I think there's more stuff 
I'd want to do at Animal Kingdom Lodge, but there's probably more things overall at the fort. And it's great because it's good for uh, for all ages. It's not all kid-centric. It's not all adult-oriented. There's a lot of stuff families can do together. There's a lot of stuff adults can just do. There's a lot of stuff just for kids. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a nice mix, obviously. Disney caters to, to that as much as they can all the time. Um, but yeah, it's, I mean, it's a, it's a cool place. It's somewhere that I was, it was never high up on my list of places to stay, but every time it, you know, people talk kind about of it, I'm messes like, with you, doesn't it'd be it? kind of cool to stay there. I just, for the amount that it, cause I'm not camping. So that's out of the question. <laughs> so for the amount that it costs to rent a cabin, I'm always like, yeah, but I could stay at wilderness lodge for basically the same. It's how about room. though? How about you could also look into renting an RV and they'll drop it off and hook it up for you. Yeah. That's not a not that's not a bad option. That's probably gonna have cost even more than <laughs> just stay at the Grand Floridian at that point. I'm no, not, not no, no, option. I don't think so. No, there's a there's companies in Orlando that just they'll drop them off right there. Yeah. Now, a question, I think I know the answer to this because I've seen things. You can rent a golf cart even if you're not staying there. Like, I could rent a cart for the day even if I'm not staying at Fort Wilderness or no. I'm trying to think if they ask for your room number, if they charge it to I'm sure you could. I mean, they. I think they charged it to our room. Because I think I've seen, like, we've... back in the day, like, Tim Tracker did a video where he drove around on a golf cart and he wasn't staying there. Could be. But they may change. I mean, if it's high They'll demand, they you. might give first priority to people staying, obviously. But what do they care if you rent it for three, four hours or yeah, something? Yeah, they'll take your money. Same. Yeah, I'm sure they would. That's also not a bad option, something. If you're staying and you want to hang out and you can rent a cart for the day. That sounds like a, a good little option there as well. I'm looking forward to hearing... Uh, what you what you experienced there? You want to hear you you're looking forward to the review, aren't you? Because it sounds like I mean this is a longer stay for you. Yeah, usually we've done two nights and One that, or two yeah. nights, so the extra night will be good. And you're going to be there, you know, doing the parks obviously, but you're going to be a lot of time at the resort, especially in the evenings. It sounds like mm-hmm. so it'll be interesting to see and to hear. Any final thoughts, or should we wrap things up? We can wrap things up on our YouTube channel, though. You just reminded me. I got a, I got a good one that I'm going to put out there. Oh, what is it? I'd love to hear about it. Or do you want it to be a tease? No, there's no, there's no reason to have it be a tease. Okay. You were talking about um, things to do and going for dog walks. Mm-hmm. And I brought up the, uh, the dog park. Oh, yes. So I'm going to do... Wagon Trails Dog Park. Nice. I have that. I have that available and ready to go. So that's a good how many one. YouTube, yeah. How many YouTube videos are there of the dog park at Fort Wilderness? I'm guessing if there's any, it's less than ten. Right. Out of the billions of videos on YouTube, right? right. You know, right. I mean, I'm sure there's at least one or two, but yeah, that's a good one. I like that. That's definitely a good one. And it's there. It, it, here's a teaser. It's a classic. There's there was like this poodle, and like the lady straight up told me like 
Yeah, my dog likes to hump all the dogs. Oh, jeez. Uh, this isn't going to work. So it, it kept like chasing after Rhodey and like ch- humping his leg and stuff. And Rhodey was like, is not aggressive. You, I mean, yeah. you've been around him. He's a sweetheart. Yeah, right. So he just keeps like walking away, walking away. In in the video, you can hear Kristen say, you don't have to put up with that. <laughs> no, to Rhodey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny. That is funny. You don't have to put up with that. It's like the Harvey Weinstein of dogs, that <laughs> poodle. Bill Cosby dog. Um, yeah. <laughs> so you could find that. Uh, go to YouTube.com. Search for WDW Beyond the Gates. You also put up that uh, the tour, the cooking oh, tour. Oh, the Boma Gico. Yeah, the food tour at Animal Kingdom. That's up, a new video. Yep. Go check that out as well. Our videos come out on Fridays. Every Friday... Right around dinner time for everybody. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna have them out every Friday, and then uh, so check that out. That'll be good. We really like helping, kind of a supplement to the podcast, if you will. You know, it gives they you. They complement each other. This yeah, is like that's your what dessert. I'm you have like your yeah. entree and your dessert. Right. I mean, we both love YouTube. We're you know we're fiends on you searching for things. You know, I found a way to get. It's able to get YouTube on my little my navigation screen in my car. Like I was able to hack the uh, the Android Auto, and now I can get like YouTube videos on my my screen in the, in my car. So now I can uh, watch like Disney videos while I'm. Oh, driving. so when you're on I ninety five, you can watch the trackers. Yeah, exactly. Oh, gee, yeah, that's fantastic. Nice to talk safe, about distracted it? drivers. View. Anyway. So that's you find us on YouTube. You know where else you can find us is uh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at WDWBTG. Our website, WDWBTG.com. You can email us, info at WDWBTG.com, Mike at WDWBTG.com, and Gary at WDWBTG.com. Subscribe wherever you download podcasts. Leave us a review. Uh, Subscribe on YouTube. Leave us comments. Give us thumbs up. It does help a lot. So... Go ahead and do that for us. We do appreciate it. But that will do it for episode number 419 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast. For my co-host, Mike, my name is Gary. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll talk to you again next week. Now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. M-I-C. See you real soon. K-E-Y Why? Because we like you.